0: Secondary scoring continues to be a nice find for the Minnesota Wild with Karel Kaprizov out of the lineup. Unfortunately, defense and goaltending was a problem against Arizona. We'll recap the Coyotes game, talk about the secondary scoring, and look ahead to the week to come for the Minnesota Wild on today's episode of Locked On Wild. You're Locked On Wild daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, Alex Micheletti joins us to recap the game against Arizona. We'll talk about some players starting to heat up for the Minnesota Wild and look ahead to what is to come this week, starting with St. Louis. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild Insider. We are joined, as mentioned, by Alex Micheletti. Unfortunately, not a victory Micheletti Monday, but we will take a Micheletti Monday regardless. Alex, a weird game against Arizona, oddly physical, and uh, thanks to Joe Smith, who happens to be uh, a night owl, I guess, like us, uh, the Wilds 25-0-2 when having a lead after two periods, so... One of those rare instances in which it wasn't the offense that uh, that caused the loss; it was the goaltending and the defense as well not being able to hold the lead.
1: A rare off night for Gus. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you could you could say that you know there was defensive lapses, but you know he didn't let in some soft goals tonight. Uh, So, you know, he he mentioned, too, uh, that he went long stretches without without shots. And, you know, that tends to happen against a team like Arizona. So you just have to be prepared for it. It's a crazy weird environment, uh, you know, smaller rink uh, than, you know, every other rink in the in the National Hockey League. Um, And they've been playing some really good hockey. They took Colorado to the brink uh, yeah, the game before uh, they just got beat by Kale McCarr. And he tends to do that against, against everybody. So yeah, they had some phenomenal performances by a guy like uh, Clayton Keller, um, who was their all-star and yeah, he just pots, pots the game. Uh, so you could say it was a soft uh, overtime win- winner. Uh, so, uh, but the wild, Also get, uh, you know, 13th game in a row with a point. So they'll take it uh, because it was, you know, another crazy, crazy night in the NHL where, you know, Winnipeg and and Calgary win and Nashville. Nashville won in in overtime late against uh, Anaheim after they were up uh, 4-2 and then Anaheim scored a couple goals. So, yeah, it's uh, just a crazy, crazy night in the NHL for sure.
0: That it is. And it was just, it was a weirdly physical night all night. You have Jack McBain punching Ryan Hartman in the face. You have just all sorts of scrums all over the ice. Four fights. There probably should have been two more. And so it was just one of those weird instances where I don't know if it was frustration from Arizona being just bad like they have been for the last several years to where it finally boiled over. But it was chippy at Mullet Arena pretty much the entire game, and I think as the game wore on, that was something that Arizona used to their advantage.
1: Yeah, they feed off that kind of play, you know. And you have guys like uh, you know Lawton Kraus, who's just a big, big dude. And uh, Liam uh, O'Brien, he just looks like a caveman out there. That fight, uh, Marcus Fellino could have really hurt him even more. <laughs> yeah, that could have gone really bad. Uh, you know, you had Mason Shaw getting into a fight. Uh, yeah, so that was yeah, just this craziness. You know, Jack mcbane You know, every time he want you know, every time he gets to play against the Wild, you know, he wants to uh, try to beat them. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's just yeah, just one of those uh, you know crazy games, and and you get both the both teams on the on a rare back to back, and so you know maybe tiredness and you know you know just all sorts of you know things that you normally wouldn't see uh, on a typical night.
0: Yeah, it just I'm you know I, I'm as frustrated as as many are with the fact that the Wild didn't get the two points, but the main thing is that they did get the one, and Arizona for all of their struggles all season, they are 17-11-3 at home. So Mullet Arena has proven to have a little bit of an advantage at home for the Coyotes. So all that considered, you get, uh, you get one point. It may have come at a price, though, as we'll talk about a little bit later. But I do want to dive into some of the secondary scoring. And let's give, uh, let's give Denny some love here and talk about the fourth line, which played a pivotal role in this one. You had the Gordie Howe hat trick for Ryan Reeves. You had a gorgeous goal for Connor Dewar. You had Mason Shaw mixing it up. And I know it gets talked about a lot throughout the year, having that luxury of a fourth line that you can use as much as the Wild typically do. I think we're in a situation where until... The offense starts to really consistently produce. You can probably lean on that fourth line a little bit more because it seems like those guys really have good chemistry.
1: They bring been bringing a lot of energy. <laughs> they had six combined points. When you get two points from even a guy like Ryan Reeves, you'll you'll take that any day of the week. So, yeah, you know, especially in the playoffs, you know, if the Wild are fortunate to make, and it looks like you know they are. Uh, you know you're going to need um, to be able to ro- roll all four lines to mm-hmm. win a you know playoff series. So uh, you know when when Dean can put those guys out there and trust them that that's huge huge for this team. And you know we we've seen it time and time again the past couple playoff uh, appearances for the Wild uh, they just get you know stuck with one line producing and that doesn't win that does not win you playoff games or series. And so. Uh, You know, that's, you you take a look at a guy like Kevin Fiala, uh, you know, he gets paid, uh, but you have to, you you have to show up in the playoffs too. So we'll see if he can do that for the Kings and we'll see if the Wild can, can do it finally this year. It's been their bugaboo and hopefully, um, you know, how, how the fourth line has been playing, they can help contribute to the playoff success of this team.
0: Those guys are rolling and uh, we'll talk about a couple of other players who are rolling that of course, Matt Zuccarello and Matt Boldy. Uh, when we come back as we continue to uh, turn the page from yesterday's game against Arizona to the week ahead. All that and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild after a word from our sponsors. Our next sponsor is has a product that I use on an everyday basis. I started taking AG1 because it really helps you simplify your vitamin and supplement routine. All it takes... Just one scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It fits any lifestyle, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHLnetwork. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on the playoff push for everybody that is fighting for a spot. In the Western Conference, that's fewer teams than in the East, but uh, the East is also more settled. Either way, Locked on NHL wherever you listen to your podcasts. Seth Topall joined by Alex Micheletti today. Alex, we saw another goal from Matt Boldy. Gorgeous breakaway move. I applauded the fact that the Wild did not try to go five-hole on that breakaway. That seemed like that was a little bit of a strategy against the Melka, it seemed like the Wild are trying to shoot higher. And Boldy goes top right corner and gets that one to go. He had an empty netter. He's starting to get the goals to fall. And I think that's in no real – I think it's definitely related to the fact that uh, that second line is just consistently putting themselves – in positions to, uh, to score some goals.
1: A credit where credit's due to Marcus Johansson. You know, he's, he's really uh, developing chemistry uh, with Matt Boldy and, and Joel Exenek is, is, is who he is. Uh, he's just always rock solid. Uh, he he works his butt off on every single shift. And so they're going to need Matt Boldy to continue to score uh, even with uh, Krill back uh, you need uh, you know multiple lines especially a second scoring line to to kick in there and he can shoot it yeah I you know just he has to trust his shot and there was just an amazing you know setup from John Klingberg too um, who's <laughs> who's been really polarizing uh, <laughs> since he's joined, joined <laughs> the wild uh, we, we see it on socials <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster with him uh, but you know he does he uh, he was brought here for his offensive game. You know, he was not brought here <laughs> for his defensive, you know, capabilities. He was here to run the point uh, and you know, add offense from from the back end. Um, and so far, he's done that. And so that was a crucial part of the game too. Uh, and you know, just just a great play by by both guys there.
0: Um, just looking at a couple of the other things too. Matt Szczerella with another goal. And if you want somebody to be kind of the leader of the bunch. With Kirill Kaprizov on the shelf, Zuccarello has uh, certainly stepped up and kept his production going, which is huge because you rely on that first line a lot. And in addition to getting the second line going, you want that first line to continue to do their thing, and those those guys have.
1: Yeah, it's huge with with Zuccarello because, you know, he's – known more as like uh, the setup guy kind of just like you know uh, Panarin was in Chicago forever and now with the Rangers too and you know uh, Zuccarello was a former Ranger as well and with with uh, Kaprizov out you could need somebody on that top line to to shoot the puck Uh, and so you know he's he's really stepped up the past couple games uh, scoring and he's gonna have to continue that you know Sam Steele is is what he is right now i think he's just a you know a placeholder um he's just uh what we call a jag just a guy out there (laughs) Uh, and you know it's nice nice to see ryan hartman step up his play uh he's just been phenomenal since he's been put back into that that top line role um he brings you know uh, physicality to that line and just some nastiness some some grit and uh, yeah, I've really liked the way that um, you know he's played. Um, he's really cut down on, on penalties and trying to be a lot smarter out there, and you know it's it's led to um, you know some good results for that top line.
0: Um, just to add on to the top line, courtesy of Natural Stat Trick, I've got some stats. I'm trying to I'm trying to be a little more comfortable with stats. Um, the top line they had in expected goals against of .08 in 11 minutes, and so that is just phenomenal. Their Corsi 4 percentage was 78.57 when they were on the ice, and so those guys, they terrorized Arizona when they were out there on the ice. You know, Johansson, Eriksson, and Boldy, theirs was a little lower, but they still had some solid things that they did. Uh, The one that is interesting, considering that they scored two goals, was that the Corsi 4 percentage for the fourth line was under 50. I don't know. Numbers sometimes don't make sense. But keep the first line going. Get the second line going. Third line is going to change now because I I don't know what to expect from the Marcus Foligno injury situation. But um, it didn't look good. And so I would imagine somebody else will slot in there. Probably Sammy Walker. Although I I don't know I don't know how the Wild handle this because you've got Johansson on that second line, and if you're going to if you're going to look to put somebody on the third, maybe you move Johansson down and throw Walker in on that second line. I I'm not sure what the right answer is to fill Felino's spot. Uh, with Sunquist and Goudreau, because that's been more of kind of your gritty defensive line. I don't know what the Wild will do, depending on how long Felino's out.
1: Yeah, well, it, it seems like you know if if he's healthy, Goudreau would work well with with Sunquist, you know, and just add add more grittiness to to that line. I, I just love the way Sunquist plays too. It's he he's a unique character. He's kind of different for the the Swedes that you see he brings more of a a, a grit uh, you know lots of the the Swedes aren't aren't like uh, aren't like him so it's it's fun to see a different style from a from a Swede like him and you just gotta be careful with Duhame too because yes um, it seems like it's been multiple um, upper body head head injuries for him maybe stop the fights for a little bit uh, just for for his sake. Uh, but it, it's just, it it just seems like you know we we debated you know that you know both of us thought that you know Hanson should have been moved up to the to the top line there, but it seems like they're dead set on you know trying to continue that chemistry with uh, with Boldy there, and I just don't know if you put Walker in the top six, uh, you know, you know I don't know how uh, how that can you know sustain, uh, you know it might work for a game or two, but. I Just I guess you know keep uh, Johansson where he's at right now, and then figure out is Duhame ready to go against the Blues or not?
0: It is a shame because I feel like Duhame and Sunquist would be just just beautiful chaos on the ice. Because I didn't realize it until a replay, but Sunquist put one of the Coyotes face first into their own, into the Arizona bench in retaliation for something, and so at that point I'm like, okay. This guy, this guy is going to be a fit here, I think. And you put those two on and they just, they just do their thing and then Fre- steady Freddie as the center. I think that could be a line that could be a problem for, uh, for people physically.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's huge for Freddie to to not be in the top six there. You you saw in the playoffs last year he kind of just got overwhelmed being in the in the top six. So I think the third their line is is perfect for him. Um he'll he's sound defensively. Uh he can play with, with anybody we've we've seen. And yeah, it just just works to have some more grittiness on that third line. I I would I would love to see that. And yeah we we hope the best for Felino Fol- um he's had a really really tough season with with injuries getting the puck to his knee <laughs> you just you name it uh and so uh hopefully it's not as bad as it looked because you know it looked like his ankle got got smooshed and stepped on he also had a weird play before that earlier in the game where i think Wes Wall said he Taurus Breezers or something. That was – I don't know what was going on there <laughs> in the broadcast. Uh, yeah, that was, that was an interesting moment. Uh, and, you know, yeah, we'll, we just hope – we hope for the best for, for uh, Marcus and we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, that, that's really all we can do. And some interesting games coming up because you have the world beaters on the schedule here uh, this weekend. You've also got uh, a familiar rival. And so to finish today's episode, we'll talk about the games coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? You have got to try Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And if those two checked boxes aren't enough, Bilt Bar is amazingly healthy. They contain just 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Even better still is you no longer need to wait for your order to hit your doorstep. You can head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars today and get your Bilt Bar snacking started. If you don't have one handy, you can always head to built.com. but whichever way you choose, make sure that you choose Built Bar today. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen. Each and every day, Seth Topal joined by Alex Micheletti. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for your Minnesota Wilds as they next will play the St. Louis Blues on Wednesday, so a couple of days off for the Wild to just kick their feet up a little bit, practice. Uh, it sounds like they got a practice coming up um, before Wednesday's game. I think that will do some good. And you're taking on a St. Louis Blues team that got their faces caved in against Vegas they continue to go in the wrong direction. They are 3-5-2 in their last 10. They lost their last game. They have given up 242 goals on the season. They have scored just 205. I say just. They've scored more goals in the wild. But it's a Blues team that is a mess, but it's the Blues, and so that gives me pause because they've had some great success against this team regardless of where they're at in the standings over the uh, the last five years.
1: It's such a weird team to to figure out because they do have some talent on that team. Still Jordan Cairo, another year of 30 plus goals, you know, Braden Shen, you know, Tory Krug, Justin Falk. The guy that's, that, that's really brought them down this year is their goaltender Jordan Bington. You know, he won them a Stanley cup, but he's been awful this year. And so, you know, I think that that's had a lot to do with the demise of the blues and I think there's just been a disconnect with with their head coach too in Barubi, and so yeah, they have a lot of things to figure out. They had a weird deadline, you know, they got rid of a lot of guys, and then they also picked up Rana, um from Detroit, which was an interesting move. Uh, he scored against Vegas, uh, so yeah, it'll be be interesting. They're just playing for pride right now, uh, but as we as we know, um, you know, if you can get a couple by Jordan Bennington he just completely collapses. So that, that's what the wild have to do. They have to score first, you know, maybe try to get an early one. And then, you know, the floodgates should open for, for the wild. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, they can continue the point streak, you know, at least get 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 the point and, and move on from, from St. Louis.
0: Yeah, uh, Jordan Bennington has given up 15 goals in his last four starts, including the game against Vegas last night in which he gave up four. Um, yeah, it's a mess, and they barely use Tomas Grice, but that's also because it's, horrible too. it's okay. Tomas Grice. So it's going to be Bennington on Wednesday, and personally I'm hoping for just a meltdown game. Honestly, it'd be fun if we could get a goalie goal. Um off of Bennington you know Mike Smith style where he's in the net and he just doesn't see the shot and it lasers past him but I'll take a win at this point and I I think it'll be interesting because I wonder if with how the season has gone so far if the Blues try to uh, to put a little extra mustard on things um, and also the Wilds have as much motivation as they need for what's happened against the Blues over the last couple of seasons but that's just the start of the week. You then have that uh, back-to-back over the weekend in which the Wild will host the Washington Capitals, and they also will host the Boston Bruins. So a very interesting week because you have just the one game in the, the work week, the Wednesday night game at St. Louis, 8.30 tip. I love late tip. I love uh, late tip offs, and then you have two matinee games over the weekend against the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals. Yeah,
1: those the you know the those two uh, on upcoming on the weekend. It's it's interesting. Another Washington uh, tough team to figure out because they sold, but they also they also bought two, which so I, I I don't understand them. And they have our old friend Darcy Kemper in that. Um, so, you know, he he'll he'll be uh, reared up and fired up to to play up against against the Wild, and then the Bruins, who are just destroying everybody, you know. But they're also coming off a loss against Detroit, so uh, we'll see see how their week goes. And, uh, and you know, they're at fifty plus wins, which is just just insane for yeah. you know, how how hard this league is just to destroy everybody in, in their path is. Is impressive, but there's also been the curse of uh, the President you know, Cup. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see postseason if Boston can get through that. More of of the Eastern Conference for sure.
0: The thing that worries me about the Bruins is not necessarily their scoring, but it is the thing that could prove troublesome for the Wild as they currently exist in Linus Allmark and the defense. So it's. It's gonna be, it'll be a fun game, but it's going to be one that the Wild are really gonna to have to dictate the pace. They're going to have to get some turnover opportunities, shorthanded opportunities, odd man rushes. They're gonna to have to manufacture some chances because Boston will limit what they're able to do, um, and so that that should be just a fantastic game. I love that it's a, a one o'clock on a Saturday. It's it's getting you into that playoff mode for um, for those early afternoon Stanley Cup playoff games that we so rarely see because we're always like the the second or third game. But that should be fun. And then after that, congratulations, rest up after Sunday's game. Oh, and then as we'll talk about next week, you get to go face the New Jersey Devils on the road.
1: Yeah, and and a healthy Jack Hughes, uh, who's who's just tearing things up again. So, yeah, and uh, Vanacek had a shutout against you know against the Hurricanes. So they're they're rolling. They're playing wicked really hockey. You know, they get probably I think one of the you know, biggest uh, trade deadline accusations um, in Timo Meyer. So that'll that'll be a fun game, and uh, of course, Dougie Hamilton doing his thing. So yeah, it'll be. Be you know it's an interesting stretch of hockey for the Wild. It seems like all the teams around them just are, don't want to lose now again. So you know the the Jets pick up a huge uh, win against uh, Tampa last night, um, and they they come out of uh, Florida beating the Panthers and uh, and the Lightning. So good good stretch of hockey for the for the jets so watch out for the jets again i guess right
0: yeah i new york jets the world beaters that we always thought they were and uh, yeah. never doubted for a second so we'll see what happens we we've said for the last while i think it's going to come down to the it's going to come down to the wire and that's why all those points that were banked so far this season are important because until is back you're going to Probably going to need them. So we'll see how things play out, but that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, again, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the NHL, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just like Locked on Wild is, YouTube, your favorite podcast platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, you name it, we are there. Also, follow us on social media. We've got you covered every platform that exists. So make sure you don't miss out on anything we've got to offer as we guide you through the rest of the season. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.